What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and for today's shot, I want to thank one of our longtime listeners, one Trung Lee sent this in to us. And today we toast 23-year-old Fu Dabik okay. of somewhere in Australia. All right, so... Fu lives in Australia by way of Vietnam, which is actually at the root of his problem, not because he's Vietnamese, but because of his name. Now, as he says, his name is, quote, unremarkable in Vietnam. Be like, maybe Joe Johnson, right? Okay. Typical name. Uh, but it's causing him problems on Facebook. So like a lot of people, hundreds upon millions of people, he wants to be on Facebook, but his profile has been shut down multiple times after being flagged by the Facebook moderators. The problem is not that his name is Fudabik. It's that its spelling, when pronounced phonetically, essentially, when you look at it, is F that bitch. All right? I mean, that, <laughs> it is spelled F-U-C-D-A-T-B-I-C-H. So, <laughs> most of us, if you're in an English-speaking country, if you read it phonetically, which is what we do, it's F that bitch. The thing is, he's from Vietnam. Oh, that is yeah. not how it's It's Fu Dabik. He understands what the issue is, but he's getting increasingly frustrated because he's like, dude, this is my name, one. I'm not making it up. I'm not trying to be funny. It's not a clever vanity mm-hmm. license plate. This is my name. Two, I'm Vietnamese. This is a very traditional name. Stop getting on it. And three, you're pronouncing it wrong. But yeah, if you spell your child's name, P-H-U-C, first name, middle name, D-A-T, last name, B-I-C-H, everyone else sees F that bitch. But that is not his name. But yeah, his Facebook profile has been taken down multiple times. It is, but for him, he's like, dude. I'm just trying to communicate with people, man. It's not that's not my name. Uh, but anyway, so to uh name Shark get this right. Fudabik. 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 <laughs> hey man, it's the spelling, it's not your actual name. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy. So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola. The Men's Room presents Profile This. Hey, Steve Throw Hill, could you please, everyone, how Profile This is played? Yes, indeed, and it's a very simple game, Miles, where we share with you a real-life news story, something that happened right here on planet Earth. Earth, 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 Earth. And as you listen to the story, based on the stereotypes you believe to be true of people and the decisions that people make, we'll ask you what it is that you think makes the story a story. Gentlemen, for time constraints, I apologize to the listeners. We're going to play the game between you, Miles, you, the Test Smith, and you, Mike Hawk. Game on. You have one of three stories, the wonderful world of drugs. We have Bite Me, where you guess the uh, foreign object that ended up on someone's food. And finally, Animalize This, where you guess the animal responsible for causing the problem. Ted Pickett. Drugs. 
I think Ted misunderstood the question, but we go with the story. A man from Cape Coral was hospitalized after leading multiple law enforcement agencies on a high-speed chase on a Corvette. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office, again, this is Florida, not Washington. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office received multiple 911 calls from drivers reporting a Corvette speeding and recklessly driving. Now, the Corvette was reaching speeds of over 100 miles an hour. As a result, both the Sheriff's Office and the Florida Highway Patrol, they attempted to stop the car multiple times. The vehicle's tires were successfully spiked at a bridge. However... The driver, identified as 25-year-old Odalon Regis, he then fled on foot. Now, he was caught shortly after. It was later discovered the Corvette was a rental. Hmm. I don't know why that hmm. bothers me. It right. just irritates me. Anyway, the sheriff's office says that Regis was charged with DUI, fleeing and eluding, as well as multiple traffic violations, including reckless driving. Now, the sheriff's office said that he was taken to a hospital and then transported to a Miami hospital due to ingesting pills and other drugs as he was fleeing. Point being, he had drugs in the car, cops pull him over, he just loads them all in his mouth, snorts them, does whatever it is he's going to do, but they figured it out. So the question is, what other drugs did he quote-unquote ingest? Was it methamphetamine? Was it crack? Was it cocaine? Or was it oxys? So meth, crack, cocaine, or oxys, what did this guy start shoving into his gullet when he what was running away from the cops. And what did he have on him? Didn't what they catch something? On him? Uh, did they catch him with something else and he they shoved They had him? him with weed and they found pills. So he had weed, which I didn't include because that doesn't matter. But he also had pills in the car as well. Okay. Uh, based on the fact that I can get rid of it and it won't mess me up as bad as the others, uh, I'm going to go cocaine. I think he loaded himself full of oxys. oxys. I'm going to go oxys too. It just would seem hard to swallow powder. Okay. Ted might go oxys. I go cocaine. What was this Corvette driving guy on? Meth, crack, cocaine, or oxys? We'll find out next. That was a tease. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Category Strokes on profile. This man in Florida was hospitalized after leading police on a high-speed chase. Uh, the Corvette that he rented going over 100 miles an hour oh, yeah. before being stopped. It took spike strips to stop the car. Either way, he was reported by numerous other motorists on the road and said, look, this guy's out of control. He was on drugs. Question, was it meth, crack, cocaine, or oxys? And let us start with Nita Smith and Mike Hawk. Both of you agreed that it was oxys. It was not oxys. Oh. Miles just played the numbers that dude's driving a Corvette. It's Florida. Why not cocaine? It all makes sense. And okay. you're correct. Yes. I mean, that's the most Florida of things you can do. I mean, that makes sense. I'm just shocked he could swallow all the powder. I don't know how much it was. I don't know how much it was, but they were like, when he was leaving the car, they're like, he was just dumping it into his mouth. Jesus. The problem is, man, when you go to the hospital and finally get to jail, you have to recover. Ted, you ever seen this move? Not with cocaine. Sand to the bag. Okay. Yeah. That's what that means. Yeah. That's why I, I've heard you can, but I've done it many times with powdered sugar. Okay. Yes. It's kind of the same thing, mm -hmm. except one will kill you, but still. The sugar. Yeah. That's the sugar. Now for all TV news, all the time, time for TV time with Tay. And now, because your pathetic life is confined to countless hours in front of a talking box, the men's room presents TV time with Ted. Ah. All right. 
The Emmys were on last night. Who watched the Emmys? I did. Did you? I did not. Here's the way it worked, though. We watched football, and my wife had taped the Emmys, so we got rid of all commercial breaks and anything we didn't want to see. So it wasn't so bad. When you condense it, all right, that's it's not, not bad. It's honestly, God, guys, listen. You have some passive interest in it, right? You don't care about how the dress and all that. But she was like, "Look, we're going to watch the Eagles Bucks." She's an Eagles fan. Game went how it went. We watched the press conferences after, and when we were done, the Emmys were over. We started at the beginning, fast forwarded through the crap you don't want to see. Well, I'm always behind the times on stuff. So my my thing is, I, I watch to see who wins, and then based on the category in the show, then I'll take that into consideration to watch. So whether right. it's a movie, a, a television series, whatever, like I have not seen Bear or whatever it is, the like, Bear. Well, Emmys yeah. have to be TV. Okay, that's the big difference. Uh, let's see. So Anthony Anderson was the host. I thought this was kind of funny. Uh, usually they have a band play. You know what? I'll let him explain what he did last night while he was hosting. Normally on award shows, we do what's called playoff music, which everyone tends to ignore. This year, I've got something that nobody can ignore. My mama. Tonight, my mama, she is going to be the Emmy's playoff mama. Now, when you see my mama coming... Just thank Jesus and your family and wrap it up. And I don't want nobody to get disrespectful with my mama because my mama is from the west side of Chicago and she can throw them hands. Shut up. That's enough. Mama. All right, you're supposed to be yelling at the other people, not at me, not in the middle of the monologue. The time's up, baby. Cut to the chase. All right. See what I mean? It worked. Yeah. There was one person that I saw anyway that cut their things short. And I did not realize this, but based on the camera angle from the stage, you kind of see from behind the winner and the podium out into the audience. And there's a big screen that says, wrap it up. And I don't know what point they said, wrap it up, maybe 15 seconds, 20, whatever. But this person saw that and his mother stood up and to Anthony, he just said, uh, and he's going through his thing. He's happy. He won an Emmy. And he's like, thank Jesus. Thank my family. I'm out. So it turns out, if you know someone's going to literally interrupt you, it actually worked. Everyone kept their speeches short. They were concise. They were to the point. Yeah. Well, like, they don't have that kind of mama, you know? It's always Will Smith. I just kind of like it. That it's kind of like, uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched Showtime at the Apollo. Yeah. But it was... <laughs> Sorry. I don't mean to like that. No, yes, I did. <laughs> Fair. Sorry, man. Fair. Yes, I did, Ted. Yes. <laughs> Mike, you're going to play the Apollo. What do you do before you go on stage? Sweat. <laughs> Rub a stump. All right. Look that one up. Mike, uh, I want you to do the Apollo Theater. Look, before you die, make it a bucket list. It doesn't mean you won't crush it. That's it, where I will die, it man. Just, <laughs> that might Not be anymore. Where, it just means when you walk on stage, man, you better be funny. Like they have a guy, uh, Sandman. Sandman, yeah. So he out. would come out. If the audience started booing, he would just come out and like run you off stage. Damn. So that was part of it. So that, that's what it, I think they kind of had a thing there. Uh, the other funny thing was John Oliver. Did you see his? No. So he was kind of yeah. done, but he said, I'm not leaving without being played off by Anthony Anderson's mom. <laughs> then he just started naming players of Liverpool soccer team so he could go over his over his time. It was actually a brilliant moment because he, he said what he had to say, and, and, and he and his group won a lot of awards. So I want to say it's like second or third time up, and he goes, and listen, uh, I know Anthony Anderson's mom is here, so... 
I want to get chased off stage, so I'm going to li-, and he literally just named all the players on Liverpool soccer team. He's just listing off people you never heard of. Does that mean he's a fan of Liverpool, I guess? I'm, yeah, I'm pretty I'm sure he, he is, is a Liverpool yeah. He knows all the guys? Yeah. There's a, it's kind of funny, like, Jack, like, he's English, so obviously, like, soccer, but I know, like, there, there's some other big-name athletes. Uh, who's your guy in golf? Rory. Oh, uh, McElroy? Yeah, he's a massive United fan. Okay. Because I've seen him win tournaments before, like, the British Open, and he, like, has to mention it, and, like, half the crowd boos him. So it's like, ah, come on. I was actually hanging out with some English people this weekend. The guy said, who's your team? I said, Arsenal. And he's like, all right. If you had said United, I would have called you a C-word. I was like, all right, that's fair. All right. You know what's crazy about the Premier League? I did not know this. My wife and I, we're in London, same reason you were to see a football game. And there was some big match coming up. And in our minds, we're used to American sports. So if my team's playing your team, we're two different states, cities, all that. And we went into some bar and the guy's like, ah, you're watching the game tonight. We've been hearing about it. It was what, uh... Somebody, Coxpur, whoever it is. And oh, Christ. Tottenham. Okay. okay. But they're playing some other team. And he explained that. Because I'm at, well, where are they from? He's like, this neighborhood, man. Mm-hmm. Like, right, so Arsenal yeah, and Tottenham are very what? close. And he goes, yeah. I did not realize that. He goes, man, most of the teams that you hear, they play within seven miles of each other. It'd be well, like if Seattle closer. had six teams in the NFL, you go, okay, well, I'm Seahawks. I'm this. I'm that. And depending where you live, I did not know that. Well, like, not up in Liverpool, their big rival is Everton, right? Sure. But you can literally see the stadiums like across the river from each other. Yeah, they, they are not kidding. Well, we went. To, a lot uh, of it has to do with religious we, we, stuff. We, too. we went to Munich to watch the Seahawks okay. in Tampa Bay last year. Most of the people in that area had maybe heard of it, but did not know why we were there. Yeah. So yeah. They, they had a basic understanding of what was going on, but most did not. Much like the Premier people. Who teams come here and play friendly? It's like it's so cool in the U.S. We can just walk around. We can go to a bar. We can go to a restaurant. We don't like, live in the same city. Yeah, we, we don't. We want to get accosted. People don't know who we are. If Hogs yeah. fans hate the 49ers, the 49ers are 850 miles away. They don't live like around the corner. Uh, another good moment was uh, last night from the Emmys. You had uh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler kind of doing a uh, weekend update style thing. Tina Fey, and we've reached the stage in life where we'll only present awards sitting down. Here are tonight's nominees for Outstanding Live Variety Special. Elton John Live, farewell from Dodger Stadium. Now, I can't speak for Elton, but he got to be excited about that. Celebrating the best in musicals that were based on movies, which will probably be movies again. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, they, yeah, they're they're awesome. There we Some go. big winners yeah. from last night were Succession. Still yeah. haven't watched it. The Bear. I know Mike's on like with oh, season yeah. two, so I'm gonna start Great checking. Show, I'm gonna check that one out. Uh, Beef, that limited series on. Yeah, that was on Netflix. I'm that got sure. a lot of nominations. Have you? I've seen that one. That one's pretty damn good. Is it good? It Are is. They, they they won a lot of awards. My wife watches The Bear. It did very well to Emmys last night. My wife keeps saying, you need to watch The Bear. And I go, look, I have nothing against The Bear. It's that I used to cook for a living. So it does not mean the show is not good. It's not that. Oh, so it's not like, hi. Right. But it's hard for me to want to watch something that reminds me of times I hated in my life. And then the show uh, Succession, which I have not seen. Obviously, it is quite good because they clean up every year, including uh, yesterday. Well, here's another show I started watching last week, Louder Milk. 
How is that, man? I've, I've seen commercials. I've heard it advertised. I, I think it's freaking hilarious. Now, uh, it's kind of interesting, too, is I didn't realize when I started watching it that it is supposed to take place in Seattle. Okay. Right? So you have Ron Livingston, who's like an old... He, I guess he was, like, he was supposed to be like a music writer and this and that and like followed bands around. All right. But now he's sober and he runs these classes. <laughs> but he's just a... Just like a... He's just an a-hole. And like... Like, he's running his class, and then the priest is like, you can't use that language in here. Like, you're just mean to everybody. Nobody, and he's like, look, I run my class the way I run my sobriety class. This, that. But there's some pretty funny scenes, and, like, people go at him. He's going at other people. But super funny show. Like I said, I think I'm halfway through the first season already. Okay. So he basically gets pressured into helping some... The priest is like, you got to help this woman. Her daughter's on heroin and this and that. But then... Long story short, he ends up kind of helping her, but now she's there, and his roommate is Will Sasso. You might recognize yeah. from like Mad TV. Uh, what You'll do you run? Ten minute podcast. Big, bald white dude. Hilarious. Very funny. Very. Funny. Yeah, and on that show, he's he's Louder Milk's sponsor. <laughs> but within the first episode, you notice they're roommates. When he's not around, he's having a drink. Yeah. So it's <laughs> sure, and it also affects. I'll help you, but not me. <laughs> It also affects some of the ways that, like, some of the, they're like, what do you think we should do? And he's like, oh, we shouldn't do anything. It's like, <laughs> when you watch it, you're like, you're only saying that because that's your booze and you're supposed to be sober. But super funny show. I forget what channel it started out on. It is on Netflix now if you want to watch it. I saw Will Sasso tweet out last night. I think they have another two seasons they're going to make or whatever. But okay. it seems like one of those shows that, like, got some critical uh, claim and everything, but now it's on Netflix Seems like a lot more people are watching it. I would say good for him, man. I've always liked that dude. Thank you, Ted. We appreciate it. You're listening to Men's Room. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Now, let's see what's happening in the real world. All right, here we go. Florida man gets naked, goes into his neighbor's yard, and then he steals a bonsai tree. Meanwhile, a naked Pennsylvania man crashes through a neighbor's window before trying to flee. Robbers busted after watching porn too loud in his car. A man who had a problem with his sandwich. He took it a little too far. And a man driving a bobcat goes to Home Depot and starts smashing stuff, including a police car. It's time for your headlines. Now, it's time to hit the head. Lines. Here's my cock. All right, our top star, we go to St. Louis, where a man was caught due to his perverted nature. The story goes that he and an accomplice were on the run following a robbery of a local footlocker. The pair managed to make it out scot-free, $800 richer after snagging the cash from the register. Both men were eventually caught for the crime, but one of which was found a little bit sooner than the other after police got a report about strange noises coming from a car outside of a Waffle House. The caller told authorities that they heard sounds of a woman possibly in distress in the car, and uh, police arrived to find one of the robbers watching porn on his phone in the parking lot. Kind of porn as you watched, and they thought the woman was in distress. Well, and that's a power move too. You're sitting there in in your car in the Waffle House parking lot, volume loud enough. Where's the power move so far? Everything you said ah, sounds awful. It's just bold, dude. I don't get it. Bold, yes. Power move. You know that's a, that's a fair call. I just I've been the Waffle House parking lot watching porn. Right. Joey, what are you up to, man? I've been At top volume. Exactly. Exactly. I, I don't care if I'm at home all by myself. If I'm watching anything of that nature, it's still down a little bit because you never know who's around. Dude. I got it on mute. Right. I don't, need, I don't care what I don't anyone's need all saying. The audio. <laughs> I care what you're doing, not what you're saying. Do you check the Bluetooth too? Make sure that your Bluetooth is not connected. No. 
I will make a note of that today. Yeah. Make sure the Bluetooth <laughs> is turned off, buddy. Kids will be like, yeah, Dad, we know what you're into. There's doing. been more than one horror story of somebody who's fired that up and it's still connected to, you know, the JBL speaker that's downstairs. <laughs> In other news, sticking with uh, parking lot shenanigans, we go to a Nebraska Home Depot. Police got a call that someone had hijacked a Bobcat front loader and was harassing drivers in the parking lot. By the time police had arrived, he had already rammed into several cars in the parking lot, smashed the windows of an adjacent liquor store, and even lifted one car onto another before turning his sights on arriving officers, smashing into them as well. This went over about as well as you'd, uh, you'd expect, and he eventually surrendered to authorities after having guns drawn on him. Yeah, that'll he, happen. He's now facing several charges. That video is wild. Yeah. I didn't see the first. I just see the part. I'm like, there's no way he's. And he just rams that cop car. Yep. He took a chance. I just. Look, up until recently, I had a big mouth till the gun was pulled on me. <clears throat> I shouldn't even tell the story. I had a gun pulled on me fairly recently, and I still talk smack. I got it still. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it, man. Otherwise, mm, ah, never mind. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But yeah, more recently than a man of my age believes <laughs> that this should have happened. Man, we need you here. Can you not? I just, A, just wanted to shoot me in the knee. How much were you drinking? Which is a ton. Uh-huh. It was our last show. <laughs> oh. And so I found myself <laughs> in a place. And this guy was going to shoot me in the knee, and I was like, then goddamn do it, man. I'm like, don't talk smack, and you're also a bitch because you're the, one of the last men who still can't fight with their fist. That's where I'm at. Damn it, Steve. He didn't. I didn't. There were no fights. He didn't shoot. Both of us were right. He's a bitch. I am not. I went home. Do you know him? No. Oh. Never met him before, but I was like, if you're going to do it, do it. I'm glad he didn't. I was I was so drunk and confident. And then my wife told me, you should feel different about your decisions. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Listen to her. <laughs> to Pennsylvania, where a man took crazy to a different level. Please, oh, yeah. hang on. I, I got one more question. Why the kneecap? So, I don't know why the kneecap, but I was stumbling drunk and I touched his car was the thing. So, at this point, sounds got true. I have fallen over in the bushes because I'm that hammered. And the guy walks out of his car. I've never seen him before in my life. He's probably like 24 or something. Yo, man. Hey, what's up, dude? I can't figure out where he's at at first. Comes out. You touch someone's car. I said, yeah, I did. Trying to keep my balance. If you touch someone's car, you should expect to get shot in the knee with a 9mm. You got a 9mm? Yeah, I do. So then do it, man. I'm a man. Right. I was growing as a man. So we throw fizz. If you're a bitch, I said worse things than that. But I said, if you want to be that, be that. But brother, hey, if you ain't going to do it, don't say it. And he backed down. I know my role in life. Yeah. I know my role in life, man. Either come with it or shut the F up. He shut the F up, Mike. I made it home. And then I got admonished by my wife and felt bad for like three days. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> to Pennsylvania, where a man took crazy to a different level. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah. True story, man. Yeah, True that story. goes. Oh, I believe you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. That was the thing that night. I just didn't want to hear it. Like, either man up or shut up. And pull out a gun. Come on, bitch. Bro. Let's be men. Can Let's you be not? Men. No, be a man. If you were born it's with a not penis about being a and man, being a scream that you have one, you, then be man. a man. You pull out a gun when you're the being weaker. Being a man, don't put yourself in that situation in the first doggone place. You got responsibilities that you got to keep and not put yourself in that danger, damn it. You're right. But uh -huh. as a drunk man, these things happen. As the sober man, I'm like, be 
a reckless man. fool. I can be reckless. I'm still a man. He was completely sober. You know what? I'm and just going to do pee. it. I'm just going to do it. Just in case these stories have left the bad taste in your mouth. I got license plate number. Thankfully, there's I good news. Move. Right here in our own backyard, a resident in Everett stepped in for a local business. At about 3 in the morning, local authorities got a call about an alarm going off at a nearby marijuana dispensary. The owner of the dispensary got the alert as well and checked surveillance footage to find that a group of thieves had indeed crashed their car into the store and swarmed inside Why? to steal what they could. Then, out of nowhere... A man showed up during the smash and grab and began to defend the dispensary, having armed himself with bear mace. If there only was a way to stop this. He sprayed down the criminals who quickly left the store without any items, though they did leave significant damage to the store. Do you see the video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, no. (laughs) I'm coming. Yeah. Look out. Man, In the world of sports, coming off a loss uh, from yesterday in Pittsburgh, the Seattle Kraken are back in action in New York against the Rangers. About to go into the third period. Come on, boys. Get her down. That game's currently underway over on Root Sports. You've also got some NBA basketball over on TNT and some college hoops on ESPN, CBS Sports, and FS1. As far as your weather tonight, some light showers and snow going on tonight, but temperatures will bottom out around 31 into tomorrow morning. And working, uh, we're looking at a low of uh, 32 for Wednesday. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Let's hit for your headlines with that. My God, is out. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time for the return of Who Sucks Less, the lovely and beautiful and talented. Kevin Deers is up next. Yes, indeed. It's all true. But in the meantime, well, we be all about this bitch for 180 seconds or so. So until then, please do what you do best. And for Aletha's sake, stay beautiful. This room has been taped before a live studio audience. Wardrobe and makeup provided by Mantastic Limited. This has been a presentation of the Men's Room Radio Network. <laughs> Oh, man! A Double Flush production.